Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. episode of the Believe in K-Pop podcast featuring me, Emily Heidel. I'm happy to be back here for another week. As usual, we are on the Believe podcast network, LA's number one sports podcast network. But we're not talking about sports as usual. We're talking about K-Pop today. And specifically, um, we're not going to have a guest today, but today I wanted to spotlight two concerts that I went to. Uh, It was the BTS Love Yourself, Speak Yourself uh, concert here in LA. The first two stops of the Stadium World Tour. I think it's a pretty monumental um, point, not only just, you know, obviously for BTS, but for myself. Um, And I'll get to why that is later on in the show. Um, But first, I will give a little bit of a rundown of what the concert was. So it's called uh, BTS Love Yourself, Speak Yourself Tour. So and having Love Yourself still in there, they went on their Love Yourself tour. And they really finished that up back in April um, with the last show in Bangkok. And so they started this one right after. And um it's obviously, I think it's a, it's definitely a shortened, more uh, compact tour, it seems, obviously because it's stadiums, and they're doing two nights at these stadiums rather than like four like they did at the Staples Center or at Staples. Um, so it's a little more compact, um, and I didn't think it would be, a lot of people were speculating what the set list would be, because um, obviously they came up with Map of the Soul, Persona, and that had seven songs on it, but not all of them have had a stage put to it yet. Um I think only three of the four have had stages, sort of, stages put to the song. So everyone was like, there's no way they're going to perform just Map of the Soul Persona. Is it going to be like a throwback from like No More Dream Era or like School Love Affair? Like what's going to be going this on this? And um, if you look at the... If you look at the set list, um, it's actually literally a, an encore of their Love Yourself tour. So um, most of the most of the songs, I think there are a couple of songs that were taken out, like I'm Fine, um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, DNA, Go, Go, and 21st Century Girl did not make it. Um, that Blood, Sweat, and Tears, DNA, Go, Go, and 21st Century Girl were like a medley that was played. So they pretty much alternated the days during the Spe- Love Yourself tour. So one day it'd be those four songs. The next day during a certain section, it'd be Bepsay, uh, Fire, and Dope. So um, this time, both dates, they only played those three songs. So I, it was a little interesting. They only played those three. They played, they added Best of Me, which wasn't a part of Love Yourself, uh, the Love Yourself tour originally. Um, they added Not Today, which wasn't a part of it either. And they also added uh, Outro Wings. So it was interesting, the different songs that they added. Um, there weren't any other songs that were like prior to those, prior to um the Wings era that was played uh, at the concert. I'm not quite sure why, but um, I guess that's when the most beautiful moment in life really 
started, but that's not true. Um, now that I think about it, it really started at HYYH. So um, either way, because uh, that's what the most beautiful moment in life is. Yeah, that was that area. Most beautiful, most beautiful moment in life, part one and part two. So um, they did leave out. Um, they didn't have anything prior to those eras. Um, and so it was a mix of like a throwback and new songs. They had uh, they played every much pretty much. They played all of the songs from Map of the Soma. Map, they played all the songs from Map of the Soul Persona that has a stage. So that's mm, that's D- Dionysus. I don't know how to pronounce it. Dionysus, Dionysus, um, Boy with Love, and Make It Right. And then they played Microcosmos at the very end of the concert. Um, and I will say, obviously, I went to both days. Um, the first day, I went to the concert by myself. And I've realized after going to Coachella um, as well that I thoroughly enjoy when I'm by myself. It's very liberating and kind of uh, an experience where you don't have to worry about like, even though like the second day I went to, I went with my other friend, um, which was super enjoyable. I enjoyed that just as much. But going to a concert by yourself, um, I didn't have to worry about like waiting for anybody. Well, I ended up taking well, I ended up taking um, a few of my friends home, but it was just an opportunity to kind of just like vibe out alone um, and uninterrupted, which I I really did love. Um, and so I'm glad I was able to do that. Um, day two, I went with my friend Jessica. Um, that day went by quicker. Um, I don't know if it's because I kind of knew what was coming, but it by the end of the concert, by the end when they usually do this thing where. RM, like, right before they do mic drop, they're always like, all right, this is the last song. And I'm like, okay, like, we all know it's not the last song. You got to stop doing that. We get it. Um, But by the time that came around, I was like, whoa, this went by very fast. Um, And before the concert, it was kind of more chill. Um, I had drinks with a couple of friends of mine. um, So I was a little bit tipsy while watching the concert, which actually made it really fun to just be not completely sober um because the first day i was sober i was by myself and the next day i was like oh i'll have fun and like actually enjoy it i had fun both both days but either way um the number one thing that everyone's talking about that uh that was different like a lot of people were like i'm not gonna go to this tour because like they're probably gonna play the same songs like why am i gonna waste money and play the same songs it's like yes yes that's the that is what's you know that's what happened they played a lot of the same songs but there were a lot of cool new installations so literally after Every song or during every song, there was either fireworks, water, streamers, or confetti that were, like, blown out, um, which made it, you know, it was it was just very, not interactive, I would say, but it's just, like, it was, like, an, a production. Everyone was talking about, I wonder how much that production value or how much that production was just to add that stuff, um, and I'm sure it definitely was a lot. Um, I'll just go down the line in, in no particular order. Um Actually, I know the order of the song. So first it was uh, Just Dance, um, J-Hope's Just Dance after they did um, they did Dionysus. Oh, by the way, they did Dionysus. I wish I could know how to say it. Dionysus, Dionysus, Dionysus. That stage was the first one, which is an amazing stage. I swear I hated that song at first. I tell people I hated that song at first. And then I saw the stage. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is actually my favorite BTS song. One of my favorites, I should say. Um, top five. Um, but the stage was wild. Like They had these like inflatable like silver panthers kind of like brought out and they have the state like they have these monuments it was a whole production like they are pretty much like they're gods they're basically gods um or you know yeah pretty much gods 
and they have these like panther it was it was a really cool thing to have that happen and then um and then they had the same kind of like stage set up there was an extended stage there was a main stage but after they finished like not today and then after they finished dionysus dionysus um j-hope did just dance um he had like there's water that shot out towards the end of the song that was really cool it drenched everybody people said for people who are going to the future concerts um be ready for that a lot of people said they ruined their phones um and they were worried about the light sticks i have a friend who has a yonton um i guess banner and she went to sound check and she showed that to tay and you know he laughed or whatever but uh yonton was soaked from it like people were soaked from that water show so uh make sure to bring your raincoat if you are sitting pretty close to the stage i was i was in floor but i didn't get touched by any of it um then um but but his his sort of so there's the water that enhanced his part of the show there's also he had like if you saw love yourself um, the Love Yourself tour, he had, like, a straight panel that he kind of just danced and, and walked across. And then he came down and then, like, uh, you know, did the rest of his thing, like, just around the stage. This time he had these, like, it wasn't a straight panel of, like, a strip for him to walk across. It was, like, different levels, these, like, different changing level, like, uh, uh, I guess, columns that he kind of walked up and down and danced upon. I will say that I... Uh, I'll get to this after I finish everyone else's. So that was J-Hope's. Um, and then after J-Hope, it was Euphoria with Jungkook. And um, that man was flying over the entire crowd. And when I first saw that, my jaw dropped. Um, and I teared up a little bit because it was just, he was so ethereal. Like, it, just knowing like Jungkook. And he would be the only one that would make sense to do that because of how adventurous um, he is and daring he is. So it made sense when he was doing it but he just looked like this little like fairy like just flying across the crowd it was it was it was pretty impressive i've seen i mean people do that all the time they fly across you know and they bring them closer but it was just i don't know i was kind of mesmerized um so that was euphoria um after euphoria they had like a group stage together again um after that came jimin um so jimin did serendipity um and obviously everyone was freaking out because he dyed his hair black um he came up so i guess during the love yourself tour um there were these little bubbles that would come out during serendipity i don't remember seeing that but there were bubbles that would come out um and he would start like i guess towards the end of the tour he started like popping them and everyone kind of loved that so in the beginning of serendipity he comes out in this like bubble like like if you see the i think it's the E version, the E version, uh, this out of Love Yourself, Love Yourself Answer, the E version of Love Yourself Answer, they're in these little bubble ecosystems. And um, it looks like that. So it's like, oh, they're bringing that back. And he's singing in there. And he looks, you know, all Jiminy as he usually do, as usually does. And he like pops the bubble like he did when he popped the bubble like towards the end of the tour. And it was super cute. Everyone freaked out. Um, he was wearing this black and white outfit that perfectly complimented his black hair um and he was just dancing lovely 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 it was just a lovely dance anyway yeah it was a lovely dance um he was giving these like serving these looks that wasn't like you know people like oh serve a look he would like smile and everyone just loves when jimin smiles because he's super cute and you can feel his emotion but like he would give these looks like he was just observing the crowd and it was like this it wasn't even like a sultry stare it was just like this carefree like i can't even describe it but there's a video of it um that i've watched over and over and over and over again um and when i first saw it i was like i swear i hope someone caught that because it wasn't even the smile it was more of him just like walking up and he just looked so like at peace which was like the it was so pretty to just observe that 
alone. Um, so, and then, you know, he was, he did his little shirt thing where he puts his hand inside his shirt, like, and acts like his heart is beating, I believe that what is what it is. But the first day, he didn't do it as much the second day, but the first day, he made sure to lift his shirt up super high. So you obviously saw his abs, but then you saw his tattoo. Um, and that tattoo says, never mind. And everyone was kind of speculating that, like, oh, is this a fake tattoo? Blah, blah, blah. No, it it's real. Um, so we've confirmed. Uh, well, I guess we can't really confirm, but, um, he has a tattoo, I would assume. Um, they also taped his nipple, which uh, I didn't realize. Someone showed me a picture of it yesterday, but they taped his nipple, which is interesting. Um, or it must have been like his mic was like taped to his back. I don't know. Either way. Um, so that was Jimin um, during Serendipity. Um, and he did a little bot. It was, he was just, he was amazing. You got to go watch that stage if you get a chance. Um, after Jimin um, came V, um, or Taehyung, um, his... I will always say that his VCR is one of the is the prettiest, most haunting, lingering. Like he has these haunting, lingering stares during this thing, and it's like a it's a somber, um, but like enchanting VCR. And especially like his looks and his his hair and the red, it just everything contrasts so perfectly that like he looks like this little innocent boy. It's just it's perfect. It is perfection. Um, I would highly recommend going to watch that VCR. That was another thing. They never changed. They didn't change any of the VCRs, which I was like, I guess they really are doing an encore. Like nothing was changed. Um, every Everyone's VCR was exactly the same, but I would watch V's over and over and over again. But the way his his stage changed was he was uh, laying on this. From what I saw, it looked like a, it was like a bed. Obviously it was a bed, but it looked like it was kind of like a dirty, it was a little bit dirty bed. Um, and it was kind of tilted at a 45 degree angle. And then... Um, everyone was just always kind of like alert and like shocked when like he's sitting there and he looks like he's or laying there and he looks like he's sleeping and then he opens his eyes and he's not looking at the camera and then he looks at the camera and you're like, oh God, what was this? Like you just slayed. Okay. All right. All right, Tay, we get it. We get it. You know how you and Jim, everybody, everybody, but like, dang, like y'all know how to serve some like look looks like apparently i think i don't remember what interview it was but they said that bang pd um in addition to like practicing he's like never let your face be blank on stage and they are they don't they don't let it it's just great um and i, I love that um and and also you know when they got rid of the bed he was doing his little like dance that he does which i love when he does that dance too um for uh for singularity um and if you it's like if you there's an effect in a camera where like you're, you'll have like your face there and then like on the opposite side it's your face but it's like red it's like a reflection almost of your face and so like they had that going like it was like there was something outside of himself that was like either evil or like the opposite and that he was trying to like not face sort of thing so that's what you kind of got from that beautiful stage lovely dancing um after that um I, I think i'm going out of order now that i realize it but then there's rm um he did trivia love uh what was cool about his is that he had these like cgi hearts that he would draw because obviously it's about love so he was like i live so i love so he would be drawing these little hearts like in the air and you could only really see it if you're looking at the led like uh screen um and he started out it was kind of like a remix of trivia love and then at the end he put love you la so i'm sure he'll probably be like love you chicago love you new york love you uh paris london Osaka, like all these different things, or he'll probably like write it in different languages or like different, like in Japanese when he goes there. Anyway, um, so that was RM. Um, then there was Suga's. Um, he, he, you know, he did trivia, seesaw. Um, he was walking, like he had the background. And by the way, I will, I will mention this later. I'll mention that later on. But um, he was walking, uh, his cool effect was he was walking on like a flat escalator um, that 
you know, he's walking, but he's not moving because the escalator is moving against him, if that makes sense. So it's like a seesaw where you're moving, but you're staying in one place, which it's pretty cool. I was very happy with myself for realizing that, but I'm sure a lot of people did too. But I was just like, ah, oh, I get it. Haha. <laughs> Context or analysis, as if you will. Um, and um, yeah, that was that was his. Um, he had like a phone booth that he kind of walked into as well, which I don't really get what the point of that was, but it was cool. It was a pretty thing. Um, then there was uh, Jin. Jin did uh, Jin did Epiphany, um, and the installation that he had was he pretty much had this. Um, he had like an Elton John looking like futuristic piano, this huge grand like curved in like crescent piano that I'd never seen before. It was really cool. Um, and he sang and played on that, which was awesome. Um, after going through all of this, you could probably tell that I felt that uh, Jin and J-Hope's stages were certainly shafted. Um, I'm sure it took a lot of money or it's, it, it cost a lot of money to install those shifting panel like column things for Just Dance. And I'm sure that piano that Jin played on was not cheap at all. But I think when you compare that to uh, <laughs> to Jungkook flying over the crowd or CGI'd hearts or a bet, like, you know, a bubble a little thing. Like, I feel like it wasn't as grand of a, uh, a stage uh, that the other members got. So don't come at me, but these are just my opinions. Um, I will, I want to point out um, that the backgrounds to each song were, that was mesmerizing in itself. Obviously, if you want to watch the, you're, you're watching the guys on the stage, but like, when I saw Seesaw for a second time the second day, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to Suga or, like, what was going on. I was just looking at the background. The background of, of, of Seesaw is pretty much a city. Um, I'm pretty, I don't know if it's supposed to symbolize Seoul, but it's, like, it could be either Seoul or, like, I, I was like, oh, it reminds me of New York. Um, but when I was looking at it, there's, like, a sun. Like, it's, like, the sun is setting in the background. There's probably, like, there's, like, a couple of, like, anime gifts when you see them. It's, like, the sun is kind of setting in the background of the city, and it's very pretty. It's super pretty to look at. But pre pretty much the sun is, like, s like slowly setting throughout the song. Um, and eventually when the song ends, it's nighttime um, in the city. So it's very mesmerizing to look at. Um, during Jin's uh, epiphany, there were clouds. Um that were in the background and then when he and there's obviously the, the water the rain that comes down and then at the end the clouds sort of clear a little bit um or but yeah become a little more clear um during j-hope's just dance it was like purple it was a lot of purple like flashy it was it's just everything was very and like i, I want to say uh during jimin's uh serendipity it was like a space it was like uh, like how the video is like he's out in space and it's like stars are moving along it's everything is just very um very aesthetically pleasing the the backgrounds of the of the stages as well um which i i i would recommend going to watch just the stage for the backgrounds um and during make it right actually during make it right um it was like it was like you know now that i think about it it makes me want to like tear up a little bit but like make it right is obviously about like you know army is kind of making things right for bts and then they make it more enjoyable for them um and so through the back and the background you see like the camera it's like animated but it's like a camera like moving across landscapes so like moving across the sea moving you know they have that song sea with army moving across the sea moving across the desert moving across different terrains um i think it's kind of showing that we're, you know we're gonna go anywhere in this world and you guys are still gonna be there for us and you guys are still gonna make it right um that's what i got from that and it was pretty to just observe that as well um 
I want to say that I feel like this concert also like just. I mean, when I saw them the first time, um, or the first two times, uh, when they came to Staples in September, I never got this, like, sexual vibe from them. It was kind of just like, oh, this is nice. This time, for some reason, I felt like everything was, like, very sexualized. Not very, not everything, but, like, certain things were sexualized. So, like, Jimin, you know, lifting up his shirt during Fake Love the first day, he, like, when he was doing his Fake Love uh, on his little, like, thing, and when he does that little reach over... His he had like a crop top and it wasn't like a crop top for his stomach, but a crop top like for his back. So you saw his tattoo again in his abs. And it was just to the point it was like, you're doing this intentionally, sir. Um, and he was just doing like all these like little hip thrusts. And I was like, oh, my goodness, calm down. Um, and then obviously during Bepsay, everyone loves that J-Hope and, and RM just kill you with their hip thrust you know um i i saw something on twitter and it was of J- jungkook doing it and obviously the the center of the bepsay song them doing it is like like junk like rm does it and he does it like he's kind of like whatever j-hope puts his whole body into it and like covers his eyes and it's just like all right <laughs> whoo um and then jungkook doesn't really get the no one else really gets like the the spotlight for that but jungkook when i saw him doing it it was like he was trying it like wasn't like a a, like a uh, what do you call it it wasn't like a how do you say it wasn't like a an isolated hip thrust it was like his whole body was moving and it was like I want the the camera on me too um that's what I got from that um and also jungle uh during fake love obviously he shows his abs but when you listen to when you, he goes to the, the chorus the first time you see his abs the second time around it's a coordinated thing with the cameraman when the abs are shown the cameraman zooms in and it's like you guys are just on one today. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so that's that's my comments on those. Um, some miscellane- miscellaneous things. Um, the dancers are diverse. I didn't notice. I didn't know if there were any women in the last one, but the women, there were women um, in the Not Today and Idol and the um, Dion- Dionysus performances. Um, there are also different races. So it wasn't all, um, I don't know if everyone in the last concerts were all Asian, but it wasn't all Asian. It was a mix of different people um, and races. They did Best of Me, which I never thought I would really need to hear, but... I thoroughly enjoyed it. And especially like the, you got the best of me. Oh, oh. that little part. I, I, I'm on key a lot of the times, guys. Just not really trying right now. That was really good. Um, It seemed like they did less mints this time around. It was kind of like, it was kind of like how the Love Yourself and Soul tour and Soul was. It was kind of just like going through each song. There wasn't really much pauses. They did three mints, sort of total and obviously at the end um is when their longer mints do go on and they have like the translator um the first night was very i seemed like everyone was all the guys were very emotional um not mu- not that the fact that they were like crying obviously jimin was a little bit at a loss everyone was kind of at a loss for words i guess i would say but jimin was obviously the more emotional one out of everybody and didn't really know how to describe himself which is just that makes you love him even more because you know it's coming from the heart and everyone just loves Jimin because he doesn't like himself but you're like or he doesn't you know he struggles to love himself and you're just like Jimin like we want you to love you know anyway I'm not gonna start with that um but uh the second night um I, I believe it was for Miko Cosmos he was crying and like Jungkook was kind of behind him like consoling him but he was trying not to cry and he had to walk away and I was just like oh poor baby don't cry we love you um so I think everyone was kind of at a loss for words and um as someone who's a who's only been a fan for a year and a half I can't imagine being a fan since pre-debut and just like I would be crying you know um and even during the first the first night really I was like sitting there and like there were multiple times I would like I never cried cried actually that's not true a tear rolled down my eyes once I can't remember exactly what it was but I definitely teared up um a couple of times 
I don't know why. Like, they have that effect. Um, they're a group that I feel like has a lot of effect a lot on a lot of people. Um, and unfortunately, you know, uh, I hope I hope that people, you know, and it, not the whole world has to notice it, but I think that I'm glad that a lot of people have noticed their genuineness and how much they love. And one of the things I wanted to point out, um, I'm going all over the place, um, is how the concert made me feel. Um, I kind of, I'm the type of person, like, everyone's like, oh, live in the moment, like, just, you know, live for right now, like, you know, and then you'll be the most happy, kind of, well, not the most happy, but it's just like, there's no point in thinking about the past, there's no point in thinking about the future, you just have to kind of take things moment by moment. I don't do that. I try, but I don't. Um, They made me forget everything um, during that concert. I was watching it, and I realized maybe halfway through, I was like, dang, like, I haven't been thinking about anything but what's right in front of me. And that was um, probably a moment when I teared up and I was just like, dang, like they, they just make you forget. Um, and then when Jimin was giving his ending mint on, on stage the first day, um, I feel like he experienced, you could see that he was experiencing true like happiness on that stage. It was like true, literal, true, like serendipity, or not, sorry, true euphoria. Um, you could just see that, like, it, it, what I thought was, like, not that, like, oh, like, and also I have to say, during Just Dance, I know I'm going all over the place. Just, during Just Dance, everyone starts saying, J-Hope, J-Hope, before it does the, Nikaso, baby, or whatever. Um, I just see that, and I'm like, that must be the most, like, addicting, most, like, just intoxicating thing to hear your name yelled by, like, 70,000 people. And you're just, like, sitting there vibing, doing exactly what you love. Like, what? Like, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, that has to be crazy. But either way, um, during Jimin's um, ending mint, he, I just was looking at him and I felt like all of them, really. I was like, they are all up there. At least Jimin. Uh, you know, maybe I can't speak for everybody else. But it just seemed like Jimin was up there, like, living his dream. And he was just at complete, in a complete happy state. And I think... And I tweeted this, and I was like, I feel like everybody should strive for that that kind of... What I saw, you know, in his face. What I thought I saw in his face. And I hope everyone gets to experience that, because it's definitely a blessing. Um, you know, you have to... It's hard to get to that point, obviously. It's not an easy road. Um, and obviously, once you get to that point, you, you're thankful for everything else that you had to go through. And that makes the moment even more sweeter. But it was a moment that I realized like the reason why that concert affected me a moment that I realized that I need to, that I, that's what I want to strive for. Um, more than anything, it's like that moment when you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and you absolutely are completely in love with it. I want to get to that point. Um, I don't know where that is. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm trying to figure out where that is. And I think I have a clear, I have more of a clear idea. Um, don't know how I'm going to get to that point, but, you know, have to trust in the higher beings out there to let you know. But, yeah, um, if anyone out there that's listening to this is, you know, wanting to get to that point themselves, let me know. Um, I would love to hear your opinions and if you think you're on the right path right now. And I think BTS, and I'm sorry for the people that are listening to this that are other fans, and I'm really not, I'm say, I'm not saying that you can't feel that way about your own group, but at least for me, um, they really did open my eyes to another side of the world, another side of myself, a lot of other people, um, mentalities that 
and just a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to experience without knowing who they were. Um, and I'm so thankful for it. And I'm so thankful that I got to see them again. Uh, why am I crying? Oh, I'm not crying. I'm just like teared up a little bit. Um, I was so thankful to be able to see them again. Um, I hope I get to see them more. Um, and I, I hope that through this, I'm able to find some sort of peace and whether I get to interview them one day or not, or work with them one day or not, like that's up to the higher beings. Um, obviously that's something I'd love to do, but, um, right now, I don't know. Right now I'm very, I'm very thankful for, for what I got to see, uh, and the people I've gotten to meet over the last year and a half because of them. So, uh, and and also it has to do with the people that have come on this podcast as well, um, that are from other fandoms and I, it wouldn't have happened without them. So very thankful for it. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to put this in the podcast. (laughs) Um, Oh, I hate showing emotion because I feel like I should put it on the podcast. Um, Anyway. um, Yeah. So, so that's that. Um, And finally, uh, finally, there is a J-Hope. Every time they would take, they would take like a group picture and they would always put like, there was another thing where they would ask to put your phones up and like, um, I think it was during make it right. They would put the phones up. Um, and Microcosmos as well. They would take a group picture and they would be like, one, two, three. And J-Hope would be like, Jesus. And I was like, it was just the funniest thing. And he'd be like, one, two, three. It was, he was just so goofy with it. It was very cute, very funny. Um, anyway, that's all I have to say about the Love Yourself. Speak Yourself tour dates here in LA. Um, if you guys, like I said, you know, maybe if you have another group, you know what you want to spotlight, or if you just want to DM me and tell me how you think you want to pursue what your passion is in life, um, maybe we can figure it out together and, you know, motivate each other that way. Um, I've been trying to do this, you know, manifestation thing. And I tell people to do the whole manifesting thing. And I tell them to do the whole affirmations and visualization. And I tell everyone to do it. And everyone says it kind of works, but like, it's like, it's not really worked. I don't know. I don't know if it's really worked for me and sometimes it has in some ways I have to do it better myself but if anyone wants to go on this journey and kind of do that together let me know um so yeah that was this episode thanks for listening to my little emotional parts um I hope you enjoy it and I hope you guys come back for another episode it'll be the 15th episode and um, I'm very excited for it so thank you again Thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you to everyone who has been a guest already. Thank you to the Believe Podcast Network for allowing me to have this uh, platform. Um, thank you to Cam Rogers. Sorry, I'm not going to put your name. Maybe I will. I don't know. Um, thank you to Cam for uh, creating the awesome graphics that come out every week um, and you know make it easier for me to promote it. It's so pretty, um, and I promise I'll do a better job at promoting. I promise, I promise, I promise. Um, thank you to all my friends who I've made from choice, from army, from just different K-pop experiences and everyone who supported me up till now, um, my family, my friends, even people I don't know who have been, you know, advocates. Thank you. My friends at work, everybody. I don't know. This is not like an acceptance speech. I don't know, but I just want to thank everybody. I'm very grateful at this moment, um, for everything. Um, and I, I hope there are greater and more fun and more prosperous moments to come. Um, yeah. 
Thank you guys. Also, BTS Army Con, um, hosting, uh, I'm helping to throw that event through BTS Galaxy at BTS Galaxy OT7. You guys can go there and see the different event or the different people that are coming to our event that is happening on June 23rd. That's a Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you go to btsgalaxy.com, you can buy your ticket. Um, I would love to see you there. And uh, before I wrap up, I also got the chance to host this really cool YouTuber fan meet or meet and greet, I should say, at the Factory Tea Bar. Thank you guys for having us this week. Um, there was DKDK TV, former therapy, Celeste, and Dre. Um, all amazing YouTubers in the K-pop community. I highly suggest going to follow them on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Um, they create great content, and they have all different, very very different perspectives. Um, so I'm so thankful. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you, Celeste, for kind of reaching out to me. Thank you to the whole team, Sable, Ruby, Erica, Chaiping, um, Alice, um, Chrissy, um, Sarah, uh, Holly, uh, Timmy, uh, T- Nina, I'm like thinking of everybody. Um, thank you guys for, and I hope I'm not forgetting money. Quinn, I remember from former uh, PD's team. Thank you, um, Cameron Phillips, all the YouTubers that also came. Desi, Briss, uh, Danielle Pedroza, um, Danny from Danny and Caesar. Um, everyone who came, um, that's the ones I can think of right now. Everyone who came to just support that that awesome, awesome, awesome event. Even though it was definitely a test, it was definitely a lot of fun. So thank you guys for coming. You guys can probably check out their pages to see what it was like. But thank you guys again for listening. I know this is a long rant. I hope you guys enjoy it, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.